And now, for your listening pleasure, The Blazing Defender Report, with your host, Travis Jones. And welcome, everyone, to another amazing edition of the Blazing Defender Report. I'm your host, Travis Jones. I am the Blazing Defender. How the hell is everybody today? I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for making me a part of your week. Uh, I had some Twitter feedback uh, this week, which was really great since I haven't had a show in two weeks. I lost my co-host. My co-host is gone. Uh, He has another job, unfortunately, like most of us do. And uh, he tore his quad. So, Big Sam, if you're out there and you're watching or you're listening, uh, I hope your groin gets better. I don't know if that's really homosexual for me to say. Uh, but, yeah, I hope your groin gets better. He tore his groin at work. Uh, and it's kind of fucked up from what I understand. So, he can't even get up steps, which makes it hard getting up to the studio. But uh, the show must go on, as they fucking say. Uh Maybe they don't say it. I don't know what they say anymore because Deadpool did not get nominated for an Oscar, so they can suck my dick. Anyway, that's what we're going to talk about today, guys, is comic books. This is the first time viewing the show. I'm the Blazing Defender. This is the Blazing Defender Report, and this is where I report on everything that I felt like was newsworthy, was cool as shit. Um... This is where I kind of bring everybody up to speed on what's going on. And at the end of the show, I'm going to review a few comic books that I've read. I'm going to let you know what I thought was cool, what I thought wasn't so cool, what maybe you might want to go check out at your local comic book shop. Get out there. If you've never been to your local comic book shop, get out there and go. Uh, It's an experience, (laughs) to say the least. Go have a couple drinks. Uh, Leave your girlfriend home because she literally might get attacked if she walks into a comic book shop. But go in there, check it out. Uh, if you love this stuff like I do, or you love the movies, and you always kind of wanted to know what uh, brought these movies to life and made them so uh, amazing, the source material at the comic book shop, you will find it uh, breathtaking, fantastical, uh, everything that I think has has brought everybody into this this universe. It's cool to be a geek now, and that used to never happen. So... Um, First of all, a little house cleaning. I haven't had a show in a couple weeks, so let me house clean just a little bit. Uh, please, please, please go check out the Giant Size Team Up Network. Giant Size Team Up Network. Not size. We're getting homosexual again. Giant Size Team Up Network. Uh, Giant Size Team Up is a old term. People ask me that all the time. Why do you call your network that? For one thing, I didn't name the network. Don't shoot me. Uh, but I thought it was a pretty cool name because what it implies is it's a, it's a reference to uh, comic books back in the day uh, when two superheroes would team up. And you couldn't just call it a team up like if the Hulk and the Thing teamed up. You can't just call that a team up. You got to call that a giant size team up. And the books were usually twice as, as thick. So if they were 28 pages, now you've got... 52 pages in a book or maybe even more than that so uh, that 
pretty much describes our network. We have something for everybody on this network, I'm telling you. Uh, We've got a show where chicks drink booze and talk Star Trek. We have a Pokemon Go show. We have a Breaking the Panel show, which is our flagship show. I don't know why. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Why is it your show? The flagship show, Blazing Defender. And that's a great fucking question. Uh, please email Charles McFall at bearcrawling at gmail and ask him why the fuck the BDR report is not the flagship show. But anyway, now Breaking the Panels is a super show. I've co-hosted on it several times. I'm hoping to do it again this week, this coming week. Uh, we take... A lot of talking points, uh, some controversial, some not so much, and uh, it's a roundtable discussion with with some of the guys in the network. Uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of a lot of uh, I, I, I hate to say it, thought provoking stuff comes out of that show. It's actually really cool. I enjoy doing it. I'm glad they asked me back, even though they have to censor me just a little bit because I like to say fuck pussy snot shit. I like to say all that shit. Uh, it's one of the reasons I love the medium of podcasting. But please check that out. There's a show on there for everybody. And uh, a show that I recently listened to that was on the network. It's a new show of ours. They're in season two, which I think that's really cool that they have a season two. Um, is called Botched. And I know what you're going to say because Big Sam's already said it. No, it's not about plastic uh, surgeries that went wrong. It is a show about a group of guys, a group of friends. They sit around, get hammered, and they're going through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. I have no fucking clue. But I tell you what I am going to do. I am recording an intro for them after this show's over with today. So uh, if nothing else, check it out because I'm going to do a pretty cool voice that I've never done before. So it's going to be really awful, but it's kind of like train wrecky awful where you get like, oh my God, I got, I got to hear it. I got to hear it. It's, oh my God, that's awful, but I got to hear more. Um, so, but that's what I'm going to do for those guys. Uh, seemed really cool. Maybe they'll ask me to be on their show one day. I'd love to do it. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons and I've always kind of wanted to. Uh, I don't feel like I can truly call myself a nerd until I do that. But uh, with that, with that being said, please check that out. And uh, we also have a wonderful sponsor that I'm going to get to after we do a little bit of the movie news. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but if you haven't, stop this right now. Stop this recording. Go to YouTube and Google Logan Trailer 2. This fucking trailer looks amazing. Uh, When I heard that this was going to be Hugh Jackman's last Wolverine, I cried. I literally cried. Uh, I, I, I do not feel horrible at all saying that. I am devastated. This 5'11 Australian man that looks nothing like Wolverine, because that's exactly what I thought when they cast him. I was so pissed off. How could they cast this guy? He does fucking show tunes on Broadway. They're going to cast him as Wolverine. The blasphemy of it. And now, every time I read a Wolverine comic, I, I, I hear Hugh Jackman's voice. Uh, no one could ever replace him for me in that role. So I was devastated here he was leaving. And they said that X-23 was going to kind of take over the helm. Uh, and if you're unfamiliar, X-23 is a clone of Wolverine and a female which puts an entirely different spin on this character. Uh, not just for me, but I'm sure for a lot of people, a lot of traditionalists, a lot of purists, as I like to think we, we call ourselves, and dumbasses for the most part. But 
in watching this trailer, regardless of how this movie turns out, fucking I'm so excited for X-23. Even as a fucking child, she is formidable. Uh, so it just looks amazing. Please go and watch the trailer. It's on blazingdefender.com. Uh, to make it easy for you, you can go there and watch the trailer in its entirety. Leave a comment. There's a discussion on there uh, as we speak, I think. So uh, tell me what you think about X-23 as the new Wolverine. As the new Wolverine movies go on, it's going to be this this girl. Now, who they'll cast in the in their later years, the adult years, I have no idea. But uh, from the looks of this trailer, trailer man she is bad ass so very very excited for that and i also learned just a few days ago that a very obscure mutant is going to make an appearance in the film named caliban now caliban's ability was to uh he could find other mutants he was kind of like a walking cerebro and if you're unfamiliar with that i'm sorry um but caliban He looks a little bit different. He was kind of like pasty and pink, uh, kind of albino-ish, I guess, uh, a looking mutant in in the X-Men movies. Uh, or I'm sorry, in the X-Men comic books, but uh, Caliban looked really, really cool in the in the in the trailer. So please check that out. It's pretty pretty awesome. Stephen Mehant or Mehart. I can't read my own writing. He's the actor that's playing him. He's been in the office. He was on the extras. Uh, he's mostly done comedy. The dude's six seven. He's six seven. That's a big motherfucker, and uh, they're they're saying like there's shots where he's uh, standing next to the girl, the X twenty three, and you know as she's a child and she's little, and it just looks amazing on film. So pretty pretty cool casting there, and I'm really I hope that I hope he's not throwaway, uh, aka the fucking angel in any of the X Men movies, just fucking horrible throwaway. So, uh, and on the good news note, we've got to have some bad news. We've got to keep things balanced here on the rapport. I was really looking forward to some trailers for Super Bowl since my fucking Raiders aren't there. And it's the goddamn Patriots and the Falcons, I guess. Okay, yeah, the Falcons. I'd take that. Uh, that'd be something different. But anyway... We watch it for the commercials, right? When our team's not there, we really don't give a fuck. We wish both the teams could lose, but we do watch it for the commercials. And what's usually really cool is we always get some cool movie trailers, like the big budget films that are coming out in the summertime, right? Well, you'll get no Justice League, and you'll get no Wonder Woman, which I don't understand it at all. I can understand maybe Justice League, but uh, I mean, Wonder Woman's set to come out, uh, what, in March? Uh, let's get some fucking Wonder Woman shit. Uh, and if it's not March, it's can't can't be far off from that. So maybe in May, uh, let's let's get a new Wonder Woman trailer. Maybe they showed us all the good shit. I don't know. But what you will get is another Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two trailer, which was by far the best trailer I've seen. Not only this year for the upcoming movies, maybe ever, maybe. Ever that trailer was fucking great. It had incredible action. It had a great soundtrack. It was fucking hilarious. The whole Groot Rocket thing. Oh my god! Uh, if you haven't seen that trailer, I don't know why you're even watching this fucking show because it was it's awesome. That trailer's so good. So uh, we get to see a new uh, trailer for uh, GOG Volume Two, 
and a new Logan trailer, which I'm really kind of curious on what more they're going to show us from this film. Uh, but I'm just, I, you know, like BVS, I really hope they don't show us all the great shit in the trailers. I really try to stay away from them, but I get caught up in the excitement. And I just, I mean, I watch a trailer and I watch a trailer and I rewatch it and I rewatch it and I rewatch it. And I, re- and I mean, I just fucking, I'm consumed with this trailer trying to find Easter eggs and everything in the trailer. Uh, and I just, I love it. So, but I am disappointed sometimes when I go to the theater and I'm like, fuck, how cool would that have been if I, if I did not see this in the trailer previously. So, but very excited for that since, uh, I'll probably be drunk during the game anyway. Okay. Uh, this I thought was pretty interesting. You tell me what you think. Joe Maginello, who I fucking love, Man Crush, uh, Man Crush Mondays. Joe Maginello's always my Man Crush Monday, uh, Man Crush. Uh, say that six times <clears throat> really fast. But he has come out and said that he is praising Ben Affleck for the direction that he's taking the Batman movie in. He said, uh, Batman, he's taking Batman in a direction that still that feels familiar, but it's it's going to surprise people in the direction that it takes. And I find all this really strange because there is no fucking script yet. And Affleck has came out and said he will not do the movie unless the script's right. Now, stay with me here. This is where we get thick into the weeds. Ben is doing the Justice League movie because he's fucking Batman. Keep up, please. He's Batman, right? He's directing the movie. Fantastic. He's an Oscar award-winning director. He did Argo. He did The Town. Uh, he did the Live by Night or some shit like that. The gangster movie, which I've not seen yet, but I heard was excellent. Uh, but he's also tagged to be writing the script with with Jeff Johns. So, what, okay, A, why isn't there a script yet? And B, if it sucks, yell at your fucking self. C, this is where we're getting deep now. What the fuck is Joe Maginello talking about? <laughs> what did Joe read that no one else has read or is been fucking with us and saying there is no script? I'm not going to do it if it's not right. And there really is a script or maybe a working script. And Maginello's read it and was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Okay, but he probably thought the last few seasons of True Blood were good too, which they weren't. But uh, I'm very excited to see Maginello's Deathstroke. I've fucking love Affleck. You can cut you can send me all the fucking hate mail you want. Bring it on. I'm neoing everybody right now. Bring it on. I don't give a shit. Ben Affleck's the fucking best cinematic Batman we've ever fucking had. I loved Christian Bale. I loved Michael Keaton. I liked fucking Val Kilmer. Does not hold a candle to Ben Affleck on screen acting wise in the bat suit. Hands down the best Batman ever. So very, very excited for that okay uh what we got next oh last thing on the movie news uh because i thought this was interesting we get a finally get a title i believe this is official now not just a working title but uh for the new star wars movie in december it is called the last jedi okay now i've seen many many arguments about this online all right who's the last jedi is it ray is it Luke? Is it Kylo Ren? Why does it have to be one person? Jedi, which I don't know, I'm pretty sure, 
it's not Jedi's as in plural. It's Jedi's plural. Okay. So it doesn't mean just one. It could mean the last Jedi, which could be Luke, Ray, Kylo, whoever the fuck else made it through Order 66 and trained somebody else. Who knows? I have no idea. But uh, a lot of, I've, I mean, dude, it's gotten heated on Facebook. I've seen the, I've seen the comments and people, and not once did somebody say Jedi doesn't mean sing, a singular Jedi. It means j- just Jedi. So, uh, very, very excited to have a working title. I'm fucking pumped for that movie. Um, so, oh, and it's, I, I did see one good point in the post and which again does not specifically mean one person, but in uh, Return of the Jedi, no, I'm sorry, it was Empire or maybe Return. Well, yes, it was Return. When, when, when Yoda dies, he tells Luke he will be the last Jedi. Okay, now that maybe, maybe that's wrong. Maybe. He's saying he is the last Jedi, but fucking Yoda's dead now, right? So he didn't know what's going to in the future, or does he? I don't know. So very excited for we got a working title for the movie. We know it's going to mean something like that. And we also know due to uh, the article in Entertainment Weekly that uh, this the director, his name escapes me right now. It doesn't make a difference. We'll hear more of him later, I'm sure. But it's going to take off right where the first one ended. And I was very glad to hear that. We're going to we're going to go right to that fucking rock, that awesome island rock that Ray and Luke were on and they're going to um they're going to uh, start the movie from there. So I think that's fucking fantastic. Awesome. So a lot of cool shit coming up, guys. A lot of cool. That's just, there was a lot of uh, news this week. That was just some of the news I thought was particular and that I wanted to talk about. Now let's talk about some fucking comic news. Segwaying from our Star Wars movie talk. We're going to segue right into Star Wars comic talk. Okay. Darth Maul number one. Okay. People out there that if you've been wanting to read comic books but you don't know what to buy, chances are you're a Star Wars fan. Okay? Stay with me for a minute. If you're a Star Wars fan, A, you should be buying a Star Wars comic. I'm going to talk about one today that is fan-fucking-tastic. You're going to love it. Two, okay, so I don't want to read the Star Wars comic book because we're an issue... Fuck, I don't know what issue it is. 27. I got to go back and buy the back issues, the trades, whatever. Okay, okay, okay. Your argument sucks, but I give it to you. February 1st, Wednesday, I believe. No, that's not right. Uh, Yeah, maybe it is. Whatever. Darth Maul number one comes out this week, written by Cullen Bunn. Cullen Bunn, like Jason Aaron, who is on the Star Wars book, Knows the voice of these characters. Reading these comic books is like watching a mini movie about these characters that we all know and love. So Darth Maul number one. Uh, there is a preview of it. You can go preview the first three or four pages on BlazingDefenderReport.com. Exclusive preview. Uh, check it out. The art looks great. And Maul is doing what we want Maul to do. Is a fucking wreck shit. He's a shit wrecker. That's what he does. He wrecks shit. So uh, check that preview out. It's going to get you more excited for the book. Very, very excited for that. Be a 
definite review on this show. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, this no, more Star Wars news. Uh, Rogue One. Um, let's see. I, I'm gonna Sharut and Baz Baze. It looks like Blaze, but there's no L in it. Baze and Sharut, uh, the two badass motherfuckers from Rogue One. They were the guardians of the Kyat Crystal ta- uh, Temple. Um, they're the the stones that uh, the light the the Jedi put in their lightsabers to to you know get their energy blade. So uh, these two guys were guardians of this temple to keep these crystals from falling in the wrong hands. That was the one thing that I wanted when I walked out of that theater is I wanted more of those two guys. Heartbroken when they died. Spoiler alert. Everybody fucking dies. Um, if you haven't seen Rogue One yet, uh, you're probably not. You shouldn't be watching this show. But these two guys are going to get some love in some young adult novels coming up. We're going to get some backstory for these guys, which I am hyped about. And the first one it is called uh, The Guardians of the Kayak Crystal. I believe that's the title of it by Greg Rucka. So Greg Rucka usually does a lot of really great, cool shit in the crime uh, world history department. Uh, spy. He does a lot of good spy shit. Uh, not so much, uh, Greg Rucker does great in everything, but, uh, he's a phenomenal writer, so it's a young adult book, so it's not gonna be that big of a read, I was really wanting this to come in comic book form, like, in the comic books itself, maybe even give them their own fucking series, hey, Marvel, if you're listening, I would buy that shit, uh, they were great characters, wanted to know so much more about them, so we're gonna get some love for them in the young adult uh, novels, so, uh, a lot of fucking Star Wars news today. I didn't even realize that I did that. So, but a lot of Star Wars stuff. So, so cool. Okay, now, before we get to the comic reviews this week, I have a fucking sponsor for this show. <laughs> no, fucking miracles happen, people. Miracles fucking happen. Uh, Loot Crate is the proud, well, I don't know how proud they are to be a sponsor of the show. I am proud to have Loot Crate as a sponsor of the show. What is Loot Crate? Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box, okay? It has a theme each month, and this month's theme is Build. Let's see. I'm even kind of confused. Let's see what it is. Uh, On a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles this holiday season, Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. I'm going to tell you how you can save more on that at the end of the show. Uh, Whether you're shopping for the geek in your life or you are the geek, Loot Crate is the best surprise you know's coming. Every month, there's a different theme and a new exclusive item you can only get with Loot Crate. Treat yourself every month or give the gift of geeking out to a friend or loved one. Roll up your sleeves and get ready to celebrate some of pop culture's most put-together franchises. February's hands-on theme is Build. And features Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Batman, Lego Dimensions, and Tetris. And as always, our monthly t-shirt and pin. You have until 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific, uh, that would be midnight, Eastern Standard Time, to subscribe and receive this month's crate. When the cutoff happens, that's it, that's all, it's over. Make sure you head to www.lootcrate.com forward slash 
giant size team up and enter the code giant size team up to save some loot off your new subscription today that will be in the show notes oh there is gonna be no show oh yes there will be show notes um blog talk radio on itunes uh like i said i told you before i'm getting away from the youtube stuff um it the the editing process and stuff like that was really bogging me down I really need to find another venue for it. I was, I'm hoping Facebook Live's it, but I want to get away from using my phone and shit too. Uh, so we've got some stuff to work out. But if you can go, if you go to iTunes, please subscribe. Please leave me a five star review. If you don't like it that well, give me a four star review. I'll take a fucking four star review. Uh, but that really helps me out. Signing up for Loot Crate really helps me out. Really helps the network out. Really, really appreciate it. Um, so, please do that. Check it out. Loot Crate. I will say this about Loot Crate. Say you've done it in the past and you really didn't like the items that you got. Like, nothing spoke to you. And I can totally understand that. Loot Crate has really, really overhauled their website if you haven't been on it in a while. Go to their website. You can do, I think it's called Loot Wear. You can get a shirt you can do just the shirt a month, the, the exclusive shirt. You can do socks. You can do shirt and socks. Uh, I wish they had a hat one. I would really dig that. I would definitely uh, probably subscribe to that if I just did like an exclusive hat each month. Uh, that would be cool. So uh, go in there, check it out. You can mix and match. And if you really like Loot Crate a lot, they've got some mega crates that have some really, really cool shit in them, but they're high dollar. So, but anyway, go there. We're going to save you save you some loot off your Loot Crate. Uh, and again, it would really, really, really help, help me out. So with that aside, let's get down fucking to it, okay? My first book that I'm going to review, it's not going to be Star Wars because I got I, to give you a break. I can give you a break from that. All right. Captain America. Steve Rogers, Captain America number 10. For all my Facebook Live people, I'm going to show you the cover. It's Cap, and uh, that's Sharon Carter there. Um, she's a tad bit older here. Um, okay. Now. Uh, brief synopsis of what's going on with Cap. He is a sleeper Hydra agent. Yeah. He thinks that as a kid growing up, he was molded by Hydra to be the ultimate sleeper Hydra agent. All, everything that he's done up into his life is uh, built up to this plan that he's about to interact and it's looking to be like Captain America could be the greatest villain in the Marvel Universe in years because of the machinations. Yes, I did use machinations in a sentence. Uh, because of the machinations that he has put into uh, 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 action through uh, 10 issues uh, of this. This issue deals... Oh, how did that happen? Okay, real quick... Um, what happened was there's a cosmic cube. If you watch the movies, you know these infinity gems that you're seeing. Okay, uh, they're a part of a greater power. A cosmic cube is one of those great powers. The cosmic cube is now a little girl. Don't ask me. You're, we're getting in the weeds. We don't need to. But she has went back and changed Cap's reality. That's the reason Cap like none of the, everything but like with him and Bucky and all that 
Never happened. It was totally different. Him and Bucky's relationship, totally different. So, it was actually him and Baron Zemo that had the relationship that he and Bucky had in our reality. All right. Fucked you up enough? Okay. This issue... Cap had to get he had to get rid of some loose ends in the in the first five issues. There was a guy named Jack Flagg who actually used to be one of the original Guardians of the Galaxy, which was which was kind of neat. But anyway, Cap uh, once he found out that he was going after Baron Zemo, Jack Flagg wanted to help him, kind of messed up Cap's plans. Cap pitched him off a plane. Jack's pretty durable though. He ends up living, but he's in a coma. Uh, the Red Skull, who he thinks he's controlling Cap. He's not. Cap's got his own ideas going on, and he's taking the skull out also because he doesn't feel like the Red Skull represents the true identity of Hydra. Okay, that's how gone Cap is. Fucking gone. Uh, So this issue is kind of Cap taking care of some loose ends he's you could tell he's still got goodness in him like he really thinks that hydra is the best thing for america for the world really and all these things that have happened with the civil war ii which was a big comic event that just took place all these things have kind of played into cat's hands to get him to where he needs to be in the in the big scope of things which is the new director of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the world is so upset with this Chitauri race that's coming to wipe us out. All the stuff that happened with Civil War. They're, they need somebody they can trust to run S.H.I.E.L.D. and protect the world. They choose Cap. And Cap's got bad intentions. So... What's going to happen? have no idea. I'm not even going to tell you what happens with Jack Flagg because they leave it a little vague, ambiguous. So in comic books, no one's ever dead until you see the body. And then there's still a chance they could come back. So Captain America, by, written by Nick Spencer. Uh, I see where they've went. I wish it hadn't taken them 10 issues to get there, but I realized they were waiting for other comic stories to play out because Cap's story really encumbersomes a lot of the other Marvel titles. So, uh, if you like Cap, you really kind of want to get a different Cap story, this this is it. Um, I'm liking it more and more. I will tell you that. Don't hate it. Don't love it. But I see where they're going with it, and I appreciate the uh, the detail and the timing of everything. I really do. Okay. Uh, next book. Now, y'all can make fun of me, and I did say y'all. I don't give a fuck. Y'all can make fun of me all you want. I am the biggest Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan there fucking is. I, I literally got drunk, sat in my floor... And cried myself to sleep at the end of uh, season seven, which was the last season that was on TV. Uh, I thought my world had ended. I love the Buffster. I love Giles. I love Spike. Uh, Faith. I love that entire universe that Josh Wheaton created. I was so ecstatically happy when they said they were going to continue the stories in comic format. Okay. 
Now, we are in episode, uh, they usually say it on the book, fuckers. Season 11, they do say it. It's very, very fucking small, though. They are now in season 11. This is the third issue of season 11. Now, look at that cut cover. It's fucking gorgeous. Gorgeous painted cover. Buffy and Spike, who are together now. Imagine that. Uh, Buffy got a thing for the vamps, I tell you. This is a, where we started at is there was a huge monster, Godzilla type monster that was destroying a lot of shit. And then poof, it went away. What happened with that was the world was like, they know magic exists. They know there are vampires, werewolves now. They know all this. So with this big monster showing up and then disappearing they go into panic mode like most governments do. So basically, they're rounding up all supernatural people and putting them in a safe area while they work this shit out. Now, what is, is we know how the government works, and these are basically, I hate to say concentration camps. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. But you're putting a lot of supernatural people in one area for basically tagging, observation, all this shit. So our our gang of Scoobies, that's what Buffy's gang is called, the Scoobies, uh, a lot of them have abilities. You know, Weta, Willow is a magician. Uh, a magician. A, 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 she's a wizard, basically. A Wiccan. A Wiccan. Uh, and then Spike's a vampire. Buffy, of course, is a slayer. Now, there's a group of slayers. A lot of this is, is a culmination of all the, you know, Eight, nine, and ten uh, things of the, the in those seasons has led up to this story, but it looked like just Willow and Spike were going to go to the camp. Then a fight ensues with Buffy and one of the other Slayers, who's very gung ho for the government, and you know she's getting on Buffy, saying you're fucking gotten soft, and Buffy's like. Call me soft one more time. It's very badass Buffy. And this chick was in the first couple episodes, the Slayer, uh, that's kind of like the Gestapo running around and gathering up all these supernatural uh, people. She's been talking a lot of shit to Buffy. And Buffy's turned the other cheek. This issue, she don't turn no fucking cheek. So, uh, long story short, battle ensues. It's awesome. And then they all end up going to this camp. And that's where we leave in this issue. So, I'm basically very excited to see Buffy and everybody in these safe areas filled with all these other supernatural people. And we still don't know who's responsible for the monster. Obviously, they wanted this to happen. They knew the government would react just the way they did. So, very smart story. Uh, Christoph Gage, he has these, uh, much like Jason Aaron and Charles Soule from Star Wars sagas, he very much has these characters. If you loved the Buffy universe, the Buffy TV show, you're going to love, love, love the comic books, I promise you. So, uh, again, the same... It's funny how one medium can get into another medium and you can still enjoy it so much. So, please, if you're, again, thinking of buying a comic book for the first time, you love the Buffy series, start with uh, Season 8 and just, you know, Google it. Buffy Season 8 It's going to be a comic book. You can get them. You can get these cool. I wish I had mine uh, available where I could reach it right now. I'd show you. I did it on a future or past shows. 
it's called a library edition. It's huge. It's this big. The pages are really glossy and thick. It's got like a, a bookmark in it. Uh, it's called a library edition. Duh. That's the reason it's got a fucking bookmark. But it's so cool. They're so neat. You can get them fairly cheap. Um, if you go out to Books and Me or someplace and buy one, it's going to be outrageous. They're like 40 bucks. But you can get them online all day long for like less than 20 But that's how I ended up catching up with, with Buffy and uh, for season 11. So, Again, very excited for this series. Uh, it's been really, really good so far. Okay. Now, uh, my last book. Um, I want to keep the show short today. I don't want to overwhelm you with too much. Well, guess what this is? Fucking Star Wars. That's right, bitches. Star Wars 27. And uh, for my Facebook Live people, I'm showing the cover for right now. And it is our favorite little green bastard, Yoda. Okay, last issue. Uh, C-3PO has been kidnapped by a, basically a group of Delta Force stormtroopers called the Scar Squadron. R2, everybody, uh, Han, Leia, Luke, everybody is kind of like, hey, uh, we just can't go after him right now. It's too dangerous. They're waiting on us to come get him. We just can't. R2's like, fuck you all. Boo-doo, beep, boop. I'm fucking out of here, bitches. And steals a fucking X-Wing fire and takes off. Luke goes to chase after R2. R2 manually disables Luke's X-Wing fighter. <laughs> it was pretty fucking cool. So Luke's waiting for his droid to his R2 unit to reboot his X-Wing. And he's got the journal that Obi-Wan gave him. I'm sorry, was it Obi-Wan? No, he found it. That's right, he found it. The journal of Obi-Wan Kenobi. So he's reading it. And in this telling in the journal is a story about Yoda and Yoda's adventures. And the first Yoda adventure we got was a very, very cool. This one, it was basically a single issue, so it was really cool. That was issue 26. Did a review on it. Uh, this is issue 27. This is Yoda again on a on a on a solo mission, and it's the account told to Luke through Obi Wan uh, through his journal, and Yoda is basically taken to this planet. Uh, by a calling. Something's calling out to him, but he doesn't know why. He thinks it's the Force, and we're pretty sure it still is the Force, but I'm getting to that. And he's on a world full of children, but they're not your average children. They're they're warriors, and they've. it seems like they've been warriors for a long time, even though they have a young age. And Yoda, of course, is very, very cool. Uh, you know, he's telling him he means no harm, blah, blah, blah. And they're, they're throwing these spears at him, but the blades on these spears are made out of this rock and the rock itself is very strong in the force. Now there's two factions of these children and we, we don't have all the, all the, the, the story yet. And even Yoda's like, I, I I'm here to help you. I need to know more. So, but, you know, he didn't say like, he's like, uh, no more, I must, uh, you know, so he's, you know, like I said, this book is, it's fucking amazing. It always has been, but these solo Yoda stories, I mean, how much, how many of us wanted more Yoda? How would you like to know more about Yoda? Uh, it's very cool, but I tell you what happens in this, you know, Yoda, one of the most powerful Jedi masters around these kids with these rocks, they fuck Yoda up. <laughs> now, 
Yoda is not fighting back because they're children. He, and he says, I will not fight you, your children. Uh, I'm thinking, protect yourself at least, motherfucker. Well, he's 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 going to find it more than what I think he bargains for. So, uh, but we've left. Yoda is in, in these chains of this rock. Now, I don't know what this rock is doing to him and the Force. But he said, as the blades hit each other... It's almost like they're tearing the planet apart. Now, I don't know what he meant by that. Uh, but I'm dying to find out the, the next part of the story, which will be next month in, in issue 28. Again, if you're a Star Wars fan. And I had a great talk with the guy at the opening of Rogue One, um, who's a huge Star Wars fan. Had no idea that Marvel had gained the rights to tell the uh, the Star Wars stories again. And I was telling him about the Vader book. And Darth Vader book was amazing. This, and I'm going to end on this note because it's worth being said. We also have also have a show called Meathead on Meathead on Movies, which you can find under iTunes and Block Talk Radio under the Blazing Defender Report. And they're titled Meathead on Movies, where me and my co my co host Sam, Big Sam, <coughs> we review the movies. He's been hurt and sick, so we really haven't got a chance to do the Rogue One uh, review. Really wanted to do it because everybody wants to talk about the last five minutes. Somebody said ten minutes. I'm like, bullshit. It wasn't ten minutes. It was more like two minutes. But of the Darth Vader scene at the end, they're like, it's the best moment in cinema. And it shows how why Darth Vader is so fucking awesome and so bad. And I'm like, <clears throat> it did. It was a great scene. Maybe my favorite scene of the whole movie. Uh, I read the comic books, though. I know how badass Vader is. Because before the Darth Vader comic book, I thought Vader was cool. I thought he was badass, of course. He's a fucking Sith Lord, right? But I really didn't understand why everybody was so scared of him because he really didn't do he force choked some people in the movies come on this book this marvel comic darth vader comic which is it ended at issue 25 26 i believe uh it it showed you exactly why everybody in the universe was scared of darth vader the opening scene uh of the comic book is some things have happened. They, they've got a, a, a bead on the Rebel Alliance. They notify Vader. Vader's on Tatooine. And they're like, what's he doing on Tatooine? They're like, we don't know. He was killing Sand Raiders for shits and giggles. <laughs> he was fucking wiping out a tribe of Sand Raiders for no other reason that he wanted to. And we all know... The Sand Raiders are, are what killed Luke's parents or his adopted parents. So he didn't like Sand Raiders. And, and, you know, you see these Anakin uh, similarities. But what we also got in that book is Vader being calculating, manip- manipulative, and just vengeful as fuck. Uh, he's in a bad place because the Death Star has blown up. He's in the shit list with Palpatine. He's trying to claw back and get in Palpatine's good graces. But the whole time, Palpatine's trying to replace him. So, it's just a fucking phenomenally good book. Uh, Again, if you're a Star Wars fan, it's a must-buy. So, with that 
I will preach no more about the Star Wars books and comic books in, as a whole. Uh, so that was only three books I reviewed this week. Um, There's a few other books I could review, but like I said, I'm saving some books for next week. Uh, Warlords of the Appalachia, which has been one of my favorite titles of the year. Uh, it's finally culminated with issue four. I know that sucks, right? But I will definitely review that next week. But with that, guys, that's all I have for my Facebook Live people. Thank you very much. And I am going to try to get it to where uh, I can review your chat. Right now, I'm using my phone for that. So I really don't get to see what you guys are chatting. Um, <clears throat> but I do want a more interactive experience with you guys. Thank you for joining in. And it will be, I will try to schedule them later. So that way everybody sees when I'm going to be online. Because I would love to know what you're thinking. I would love to know what you're reading. Please tell me. Facebook, uh, BlazingDefender.com or Facebook, uh, Blazing Defender Report, BlazingDefenderReport.com, uh, Blazing Defender at Twitter, at YouTube, at Instagram. I'm fucking all kinds of social media. So you can get in contact with me in any of these places. Let me know what you think. What are you reading? What would you like for me to review uh, and I would love to do it for you. So with that being said, guys, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for making me a part of your week. Thank you for tuning in on Facebook. I appreciate that. There's going to be more coming. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of tech land right here that I have no idea how to use yet. But when I do, I'm going to be going mobile. I'm going to be doing some interviews with some comic creators, some comic artists. I'm very, very excited for that. So, uh, but that's a very, very soon in the works. So, Again, with that, guys, thank you very much. And with this is all I'll say, and then I'm signing off. This we've, We're only one people. We've got to learn to love each other, look out for each other, be polite to each other, respect people, be treat, treat them like you would want to be treated. Okay? Thank you, guys. Love you. Peace. Blazing Defenders out.